Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up, challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. How amazing we get to do this show today. Early on in the year, we have with us back Blake Maddox with 365 Christian men, and you know what a neat thing to have a passion uh, to reach men with Christ, and they have inspirational stories, just really cool stuff. You're going to get a chance to experience today on Kingdom Pursuit. So, welcome, Blake. Good morning, Robbie. Thank you for having me today. And you're in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, just outside of Denver, north of uh, north of Denver, about 20 miles. And what city? We're in uh, the city of Thornton. Oh, Thornton. Yeah, I'm. I you know I used to live in. Um, at one point in time, I lived in Littleton, and, and at one point, okay. and I'm trying to think of the other place when I played basketball. I've, I, we played all those little cities, and <laughs> and I was, you know, I, I love that area. It's so beautiful. You're up there looking at the mountains. I'm kind of jealous, you know. Actually, it, it is. It is beautiful. Hard, at, hard to beat living in Colorado. And such a neat thing that you guys are doing, just absolutely spectacular. So I want to tell all our listeners today, you're going to get to hear actually one of these, um, uh, I guess you could call it a podcast or a broadcast that 365 Christian Men does every single day, stories, inspiring stories of men. And so we got one that we've got queued up. We're going to play it in the second segment. You'll be able to hear it in its in its in its in the complete show. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I can't say it. It's funny. Entirety. Thank you, Entirety. my producers. It's, it's helping me, right? So, you know, we got to do our jokes, Blake. So, speaking of men, you know, yeah, we got to play some shenanigans here. So here we go. Speaking of men, um, you know, these questions we've got to have answers to, Christian. Or if you know the answer, Blake, by all means, you know. So here's the question. How are men like computers? I don't know, Robbie. Uh, You haven't heard that one? Carmen, you know, you're back there. You're paying attention. (laughs) Men are like computers because they're hard to figure out and never have enough memory. Uh, uh, <laughs> so true. Ah, yeah. All right. So how about this one? How are men like government bonds? Come on. That one's not as dumped hard. Me, dumped me again. Are we unreliable? Oh, they take way too long to mature. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My wife would agree with that. I'm telling you. There's no doubt. And we have a third one. 
You're going to like this one, Christian. How are men like horoscopes? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Any idea, Blake? No idea. Or do some people call you Blake? <laughs> yeah, I, I have heard that. And been pointed toward the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. So men are like horoscopes because they always tell you what to do and are usually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I do like that. So, you know, at the end of those shenanigans, you knew we'd actually have a Bible riddle for you to call in and win today. Oh, my goodness. Do we have something to win? But we have what I am hoping we'll have a lot of people try this one. So here's the riddle for today. Just simply, where was Solomon's temple? Where was Solomon's temple? Temple, 866-348-7884. Where was Solomon's temple? And if you know that, Christian, tell them what they'll win. How exciting. What they're going to win is a fantastic four-ticket prize pack to the uh, the Wake Forest and Florida State game. The Wake Forest Florida State game here in Winston-Salem. So even if you're in Raleigh or Charlotte, if you're in Ohio, I don't know that you want to make the trip. But <laughs> for the rest of those folks that are in this area, again, a simple question. You know, you can call in and win 866-348-7884. I'm completely serious. That's all there is to the question. Where was Solomon's Temple? And you could win four tickets to this Wake Forest game. And they're playing Florida State, so that ought to be good. You know, I'm thinking. Anyway. So, Blake, tell us um, how, how you got involved with 365 Men. Yeah, thank you. And thanks again for having me back, Robbie. I, I appreciate it. We connected, as you know, because we wrote a story about you because you, uh, your life inspires men. I, I, I sat down with an entrepreneur a little over four years ago in 2018. And at the time, he was raising four sons. Two were in high school who were in college, and he wanted to figure out a way to inspire them to live out God's call on their life. And he is a man who loves history and loves church history, and he said, we ought to write stories about men. And so we, we set out with this idea that we would build a, uh, we would build a library of stories on Hebrews 12.1, that we've been surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses that have already run their race, and we're running our race. And... Uh, we wanted to inspire men who are today running their race by writing about historical and modern-day men and, and to be able to inspire them uh, with just short stories, five to, five to seven-minute stories. Initially, our thought was we would create an ebook and then a print-on-demand. And then the more we got into it, the more we realized that with men being audio and visual learners, we probably ought to record these stories, make them audios, MP3s, and then uh, we started uh, working with some folks who uh, created videos for us. So we, uh, we connected this story with video to create MP4s. So that's, uh, we've been doing that now for a little over four years. Uh, it is so amazing, and I, I am so blessed to actually get those. And I get a text every uh, day with that, and, and of course, there's a link at, at kingdompursuits.com if it's something you'd be interested in. But, oh, my goodness, you, you know, the, the, these stories of, of not just, you know, people from the past like George Washington and stuff like that, but some of these 
like the story that you'll hear today, I mean, literally had me in tears when I heard it. I was like, oh my goodness, listen to this story and how, how relevant it is to, you know, my life. <laughs> so I, I know you're going to be blessed. We're going to play it early on in the next segment. You're going to get to hear one of these stories. But, you know, it's, it's, it's when you say that it's, it's these testimonies and testimonies are so powerful, right? And, and I, I, you know, just can't commend you enough for taking and and being keepers of these stories because, like, where did you get? Where do you guys get these stories? Yeah, well, thank you. We uh, when we set out to do it, the uh, the owner said, "Let's let's do this right." And so, what we've done with every one of the stories is we hired a professional writer, and whether it was a historical or modern day man, we uh, we turned them loose on the the name of a person and then gave them the responsibility to write the story. One of the things that we wanted to do with the project was we didn't want to write biographies or autobiographies. We wanted our writers to capture what we call the single event in a man's life. Because again, we wanted to keep these stories short, initially five to 700 words. And then when we turned them into MP3s and MP4s, we wanted to keep them under seven minutes. And so we asked the writers to focus on single events. So we hired professional ghostwriters who went out and uh, we, we had populated initially a spreadsheet. And then once we hired professional writers, uh, we gave them the uh, opportunity to choose a name of somebody they wanted to write about. And then they would go and they would, uh, they would submit a rough draft of the, uh, of the topic around that man's life that they wanted to write about. And then we would, uh, we would either say, that sounds good, or uh, keep digging. And, uh, and then we'd let them go, and they'd write the story. We had a professional team with an editor that edited all the stories, proofread. And so we, the, the owner really wanted to do it right, so we, that's how we ended up doing it. Oh, that's so amazing. And I think you'll hear how right they got it <laughs> in the story that I'm so blessed to be able to, for you to hear today. Again, it's, it's 365 Christian Men. It's there at kingdompursuits.com. we come back, we're going to hear that. And, of course, you know, somebody's out there wondering, where was Solomon's Temple? You could win four tickets to the Wake Forest game, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom as well as you may be wondering where Solomon's Temple is today, and you could win four tickets to Wake Forest. Game was Florida State coming up, so all you have to do is call us on that one. Is where's, Don't overthink this, by the way. Don't overthink it. It's very, very simple. Where's Solomon's Temple? 866-348-7884. But with 365 men, I, I am so really honored to be able to share this story that I got actually in a text this morning. And so I just created an MP3 myself so that our listeners could hear like how awesome these stories are. So go ahead, Christian, play it. January 7th, Gus Patterson. Welcome to 365 Christian Men, where every day we aim to inspire and encourage with real life stories about men. Gus had always been an athlete and a man who likes a challenge. In 2017, on the cusp of turning 40, he entered a 5K race 
and he won. Clearly, the time had come to run a half marathon. Gus was all in. The training schedule was intense, and that's how he liked it. Gus liked to win, and winning demanded consistently training with long runs. So that's what he did. Even if he had to run after he put the kids to bed, Gus was dedicated to the process. He never made excuses. He just did what it took to win. That's where today's story begins. Run to win or live to build others up. Choose the better thing. For their 17th anniversary, Gus and Ruby wanted to do something together, and running a half marathon together would be ideal. While Gus's goal was to win, Ruby's goal was simply not to die. They trained for three months, running 13 miles on mostly flat terrain. Gus was killing it. He had hit his goal to run an eight-minute mile. Ruby was averaging a steady 12-minute mile. Race day was cool, the trail mostly shaded, and Gus was ready to run the race of his life. As they started off, Gus saw that Ruby was giving it her all, but the course was much more rigorous than either of them had anticipated. The race pamphlet mentioned rolling bluffs. No problem, right? Turns out, rolling bluffs is code for steep, sandy hills. It was much harder than the flat terrain they'd practiced on. Gus was fine with it, but it was clobbering Ruby. He kept looking back. She was really struggling back there, but he needed to press on. This was his race, but he couldn't abandon her. So he slowed down and hung back and stayed with her until they got to the first water station at the five mile mark. He would make sure she was strong enough to handle the other eight miles on her own. With eight miles left, he'd be able to make up the time. Ruby said she knew how important winning this race was for him and he should just go ahead. She would wait for him at the aid station. But Gus knew Ruby was capable, and he wanted her to see it too. Seeing her gain confidence was worth more to him than winning any race. Through the next eight miles, Gus ran ahead of Ruby and pointed out potential tripping hazards and paced her. Gus ran as fast as he could to the top of the big hill and jumped up and down and cheered. Come on, Ruby, you got this. You're almost there. Ruby said she felt as if she were dying and she couldn't understand where Gus was finding all this superhuman strength. He saw that his exuberance was encouraging her, but once in a while she did look a little ticked off too. Every time she wanted to give up, he reminded her of how proud he was of her and what a pleasure it was to be able to do this together. The more fatigued she got, the more Gus just wanted to be there for her. He ran back to meet her at the bottom of the hill, but this time he decided to run behind her. Ruby, you can do this, and I'm not going anywhere. We started together, and we're going to finish together. His voice behind her in the open space ahead gave her the chance to set the pace. Gus knew that's what she needed. He was okay with letting Ruby set the pace. Ruby was always kind of bossy anyhow, and that's what made him fall in love with her to begin with. Finally, on flat ground and just one more mile to go, Gus pulled beside Ruby and grabbed her hand. But Ruby told Gus, finish strong, you go on, I can't run anymore. And Gus, with all the patience in the world, held her hand tighter and said, together, Ruby, we finish together. 2 Corinthians 13.10 says, this is why I write these things when I am absent, that when I come, I may not have to be harsh in my use of authority. 
the authority the Lord gave me for building you up, not for tearing you down. Who can you run alongside this week who needs your encouragement? Can you use your strengths to help someone else find theirs? Run to win or live to build others up. Choose the better thing. is Jerry Nichols and I am the CEO of Lighthouse Power Business and I've been asked to do the daily challenge for January 7th with Gus Patterson. When you listen to this daily podcast with Gus, you're going to find that there was a decision that had to be made about, am I going to put myself in front of others? Am I going to achieve my goals or am I going to help those around me who I've been entrusted with? as a leader or as a partner um, or as a friend to be able to help them through their circumstances. And that may mean that I don't get everything that I want, but in the end, it allows for me to achieve a life of significance. And that's what I would challenge you with today is that question of is there's someone in your life that you can think of or that's being presented now that needs your help. And by doing so, it may take time and resources, attention, focus from you, but the rewards could be eternal and that you could have significance in making that choice. So think about that today as you watch the Gus Patterson January 7th podcast and see what comes up for you and who you may be able to help and run alongside of. So how cool, how cool, Blake, that we got a chance to air. I mean, that episode was just spectacular, I thought, today. And that's actually today's episode and today's challenge. Yeah, it actually is. We we decided that uh, one of the things that may be a, a great addition to the daily story, because the, the stories are primarily inspirational, uh, although there are, uh, with several of them, questions at the end of each story. We thought uh, a daily challenge coming out of the story would be helpful for men. And again, we still wanted to keep it under nine to 10 minutes. So uh, we've got a story for every day of the year, and we've got a challenge for every day of the year for, uh, for men. Men and women, we actually have a lot of women that follow us as well. Oh, so amazing. And speaking of challenges, we have Joseph Smith in Durham, who's got an answer for us on where was Solomon's Temple, Joseph? Okay, I'm going to guess Solomon's Temple was where everybody else's temple is in their head, inside of their head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, it's right on, it was right on the side of his head, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and when yeah, you had it, was. sometimes that crown would start to itch and he'd have to scratch his temple, you know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Joseph, I hope you're, are you a Wake Forest fan or a Florida State fan? Actually, I'm a Duke fan, but I'm oh. over Okay. All right. Well, wonderful. Well, we're so happy you got these and we'll make sure I'm going to put you back on hold so they can make arrangements to get them to you. Thank you, Joseph, for calling in. That's so awesome. <laughs> Did you know that one, jo- uh, Blake, where uh, Solomon's temple was? I didn't hear his answer. I must've <clears> been, uh, it must've been muted or something. Oh, it was on the side of his head. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's right, it's right yeah. there. Not hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> we had quite the discussion where I asked my producer, he says, I think it's in your heart. I said, well, yeah, it's in, you know, it's, he's, he was right there. It is, it is in your heart. Um, pretty witty, pretty witty. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You have these for women too, don't you? We, we just finished year one of what we call adorned women. The model is slightly different than 365 Christian men. What we did with the women was, although we're writing uh, historical stories and modern-day stories about women be published in books, we uh, interviewed women uh, on a podcast, and those podcasts are anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes long. We, we knew with men that if we could do something in five to seven <laughs> minutes per day, we'd hit a sweet spot, and we knew with women that model could be slightly different and uh, be just as hopefully productive and successful. Yeah, they're not like government bonds. They're much more mature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got way more memory, all that stuff. I mean, you know, right. all, yeah. yeah, I, I love it. Span. <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, you know, it's funny. I listened, I listened to that episode again. I cried again. I mean, that that is just so inspirational, you know. It really, really was, man. And I, you know, that was my question of like, how do you find guys like this? Well, that was one of our more modern day stories. And those came to us in a number of ways. They came to us through maybe our writers or through people that we knew personally who said, hey, I think you should write a story about so-and-so. And And really, uh, as we expand our library, a lot of our stories going into the next year and the years after will be more modern day stories. We we did probably 300 historical stories, uh, you know, and, and from the first century to, uh, you know, through the 20th century. But I think probably moving forward, a lot of our stories will be modern day. And those will be stories that are recommended by people. We have, a, we have on our website and on our app, we came out with an app this year, uh, on our app, a, a contact us and a nominate form so that somebody could nominate somebody that we could do a story about. Yeah, the app is really cool, which, by the way, you can see it at the App Store at 365 Christian Men. If it's 365 Christian Men, how cool is that? And so we got a lot more Kingdom Pursuits coming up with Blake and 365 Christian Men. So stay tuned. We're so glad that you're listening today. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Sorry to interrupt this tuba concert. <laughs> with Kingdom Pursuits, where we see how God takes your passion, and it might be for tuba, and he uses that to build the kingdom. Uh, sometimes these things happen in radio, and you got to be able to roll with you know whatever's going on. But we are so grateful to have with us today, really, really are, uh, this amazing ministry, 365 Christian Men and Blake Maddox, with that ministry. And so, you know, Blake, you guys have been doing this for four years. Yeah, we started four years ago, but it took us at least a couple of years to get the content produced because we had to populate the spreadsheet and we began to hire professionals to create the content. And we didn't want to roll the content out until we had a year's worth of content created because we knew we wanted to create, we, we wanted to roll one for every day of the year. So 
Uh, we've been working on it for about four years, but have rolled the content out fully about 18 months ago. That is so, so awesome. And so, you know, I know I'm curious, I bet everybody is, of all these stories, do you have one or two that, that's your favorite? Well, you know, that's a great question. I think probably I have listened to or watched these stories probably as much or more than anyone. And here's what I found with these stories. They, they are so situational. In other, words, in other words, the Gus Patterson story may minister to me so profoundly today because of where I'm at in life. And, uh, and another story may do the same thing on another day. I do have some that I, that I love. I love the coach McCartney. Bill McCartney was the coach of the DU uh, Buffs and the, and the founder of Promise Keepers. He, he, we did a great story about him. He's sitting in a church service, and uh, he's at the pinnacle of success. He, he's a national champion with the CU Buffs here in Colorado. He started Promise Keepers as a worldwide ministry, and he's sitting in church, and he's listening to the minister, and the minister says, if you want to know if you're successful in this life, look into the eyes of your wife. And that will tell you whether or not you're successful. And he honestly tells the story. He looked into the eyes of his wife, and uh, he didn't see that. And uh, so it caused for him a refocusing and a re-prioritizing uh, of life. And, uh, and and it's a powerful story. It, it just reminds us of the things we need to prioritize and that it needs to be God and family and uh, everything else after that. And so that's a great one. And, I mean, honestly, I, I could just tell you about dozens and dozens of them that have impacted me that way. You know, and it's, it's fascinating to me that you mentioned that Blake, because as I listened to that story this morning, um, what people that are close to me know is that my mother-in-law is in the hospital and and my wife, um, has been with her almost every, and she finally got a chance to come home and spend a little time with me last night. And as I was listening, you know, it was for such a time as this, it was like, you know, what can I do to run alongside Tammy as she is just really, her mother's really, really, really ill. And, and she's, you know, really running the race hard, but she gets tired. And, and, you know, what can I do to make her life easier through that? And I thought, you know, in that it's beautiful that God runs alongside of us, right? At the time that we need it and, and, and brings these things like 365 men. So, you know, I had imagined you guys get emails or testimonies of people that was like, man, this was exactly what I needed to hear. Like Coach McCartney's story, right? He, he needed, like God gave that word for him through that pastor. He had no idea he was going to blast Coach McCartney between the eyes with that word. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> but, you know, you know, God get, uses that word. You know, it's amazing. Exactly. Really, that, that was our prayer. We knew that men would give us five to ten minutes a day Men are on their way to work. They're busy. They have a lot of demands. And our prayer has been from the beginning that we, that we would remember as men that God writes his story in our hearts. History has to be lived before it can be recorded. And God writes history through the hearts and the lives of people. And we wanted to give men a dose of inspiration or encouragement or reminder, whatever it is, so that when they started their day, they would be reminded that God is with them that God has a plan for their lives, that God loves them, and that God is writing their story. And, uh, and so that's exactly what you just said about your wife, Tammy, uh, and running alongside of her is exactly what we want to do for men every day of the year. 
Yeah, it is so it's so amazing to me that the the word testimony in Hebrew. Of course, anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge fan of the 119th Psalm, and it's repeated time and time again that people should keep testimonies for all sorts of reasons. But the word testimony in Hebrew has this picture of an eyewitness. And, and think how critical it is that you are an eyewitness to God, whatever your story is. Um, and everybody's got them. And, and the reason you're listening to the Truth Network today is because you got that story. Like God showed up for you and you were an eyewitness to him. And, and that story is your power. Like when you share where you personally saw God do in your life, right? It so encourages other people because you were an eyewitness and, and just, just like it said in, in Acts, right? You're, you're going to receive power as my witness. You see, an, you were an eyewitness and, and that's what testimony is about. And so that's why I am so excited about this um, ministry and what they're doing because they're not only taking the stories, the testimonies of the Bible, but they're taking the current you know, stories and, and obviously excellent ones that, that through um, great prayer, you know, God's directing them in order to, you know, provide this content for somebody, you know, for such a time as this. So like man and women, apparently, since you've got that, you've got that going on as well. Blake, how do people access the, the ladies stuff? Uh, the, the, the women's is called Adorned Women. And we've got a website, adornedwomen.com. Uh, you can follow on Instagram. We've got a lot of 20-plus thousand followers on Instagram for Adorned Women. And uh, so you can follow along there. Uh, but best place to start would be the website. Uh, there's blogs and daily posts. You can follow us on, on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, but that would, be, that would be the place to go. We also, have a little, we also have a link on our app, the 365 Men app that tells a little bit about adorned women and what adorned women is. Right. So it's, it's 365 Christian men, which you can, you can find that app at the app store easily. And again, I couldn't recommend enough that, that you get the text thing going to you. Cause like how convenient is it this morning? I just clicked on that thing and got my heart, you know, like, wow, look at this. Or, you know, again, adornedwomen.com. And I love that right. because, um, you know, I'm also a huge fan of the Song of Solomon, <laughs> and and one of the first things he does, right after after she comes to him and says, "Follow the tracks of the sheep," right? He tells her that, and then he says, "You know, that she's beautiful with these rows and chains." Which, by the way, if you look at a, a lady's dimples, those are the rows I believe that Solomon was talking about, not her temple. Um, <laughs> and the chains would be the chains of her neck from, from looking up and down. It's kind of neat that those were naturally there, but now he wanted to adorn her to, to bring out the absolute beauty that, you know, that, that all that was there. And, you know, that was a big part of what God did when he gave the Jews all the gold and stuff that, that right. Is that he's all about adorning his bride. I love it. I, I just love that, that you guys use that concept. And, um, uh, you know, it's like I tell people all the time, you know, they want me to pull my man card, but I say, you've got to say yes to the dress. <laughs> 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 because <laughs> we are the bride of Christ, okay? And, and, and you got to say yes to the dress. It's just part of the deal, even if we're 365 men, 
you know, there's no yeah. doubt that we, we, we got a chance to, to um, find out how um, our beloved is coming after us in so many different ways. And, and yeah. I, I love the way that you guys tailored this to men. Um, it's got a beautiful little anchor right there. And that anchor is significant to what you're doing as well, right? Yeah, it is. And that, that of course, comes out of Hebrews, you know, and that uh, our faith is anchored in something which we know is Christ. It's, uh, it's not anchored in the world, in the world system, uh, but our, we have a faith and a hope that's anchored in God and in Christ. Right, right. And so, like, man, we are um, so grateful for what you guys done. And I, I still, it blows me away, like, that, that you guys would pick me. <laughs> what the heck? To, to have one of those stories. Um, so I, you know, it's, it's, what a blessing in so many different ways. So we've got one more segment coming up with Blake, and we're so grateful for you listening today. Again, it's 365 Men. It's it's there. You can at the App Store or adornedwomen.com. We'll be right back with much more. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And you know, the one of the hearts of this show has always been um, from where I, God put it on Stu Epperson and my heart to do this show was to, to share stories like this where somebody took a vision to whatever extent, whether that was to teach a Sunday school class or, or write a book or do a movie or whatever it was God put on their heart and, and they were obedient and, and they did it and they stepped out in faith. And so in its own way, Kingdom Pursuits is, is a 365 Christian man. It's a testimony to how all these different people every week, and it's been my joy over the years to do this, to bring these stories of men and women who, who have, have taken what God put on their hearts to do and then stepped out in faith because, right, Blake, when you guys took off four years ago, it, you know, there's a large investment and there was all sorts of time that, that you had to feel like God was in this, um, and, and but yet there was a lot of risk involved, right? Yeah, yes, there really was. I mean, we, we didn't have outside funding. This was going to be funded by this entrepreneur who he and his wife were raising these four sons. It was going to be fully funded, and we really didn't have any idea what God was going to do with it. We thought we would check the proverbial box, if you will. We thought we'd create a year's worth of content, make an ebook, and then print on demand, it, and then call it good. And what we weren't anticipating was what God wanted to do with 365 and as it's began, as it's grown and expanded, we realized that God certainly. This is really the heart of God. You you talked about Psalm one nineteen and testimonies, and it's really the heart of God to capture and and to save those testimonies. And we know Revelation tells us that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So we we really did not anticipate what God wanted to do with it. So yeah, so we're continuing uh, uh, its expansion. Our prayer now and and our desire now is to expand the library and to create another year's worth of content for 365 Christian men. It's very expensive. And so we're in the process now of, uh, of uh, kind of opening those doors of opportunity for people to partner with us. And uh, 
you know, whether that's donate a dollar or five dollars a month or whatever it is God puts on their hearts to do so that we can continue to expand the, uh, the library and create more content. Exactly. And, and, and again, I, you know, the reason why I think Stu and I, you know, took off on this was, you know, God put it on my heart to do the Christian car guy show, which seemed absolutely crazy to me at the time. <laughs> you want me to do what? I'm a car, you know, I'm a car dealer. You know, it's just, but God put it there. And so there I was with it, with a decision. Am I going to do what I know God has put in my heart to start a radio show in spite of the fact that, you know, I'm a car dealer, extremely busy. Saturdays are not necessarily the day that you will want to go do a radio show. Um, yet that was what his call was. And what a, I can't, there's no, in a zillion years, I could not explain how it has blessed my life that I, I took him up on that adventure, even though I was terrified. And, you know, I came into the studio the first day and all we had was this one producer. So I thought Stu would be here to help me, you know, I really did, but it was just this old producer who looked at me and he goes, man, you must really like to talk on the radio. And I said, no, no, it's a call-in show. All these people call me, go, ain't nobody going to call you. They never heard of you. He said, you better be ready to talk because we can't have no dead air. And I'm like, well, no, oh. <laughs> but fortunately for me, and I'll never, ever forget it, that I, I had um, preempted Tony Evans and we had a great audience. And so as soon as I start asking questions, like, have you ever wondered when, when's the best time to buy a car or if you should take the rate or the rebate? And man, the phone lines lit up. And once people um, were on the phone, I can talk on the phone. I'm a car dealer, you know, I, I can talk to somebody if they're, but I, I was not prepared um, for what later I would find to be, you know, what a chance to, to talk on the radio. Um, but oh my goodness. As we stepped out in faith, you think about, Blake, the adventure that you've had over the last four years, the neat people that you've met, the stories that you've understood, and what God's done in your own life, right? Oh, it's really been incredible. I've been a pastor for a little over 30 years, and this was a ministry pivot shift for me uh, in many ways. Uh, but what God has been able to do in my life and my, in my marriage and in our family and through this ministry has really really been incredible and that uh, the reach that it's had and the, the connections that we've made. Yeah. Like you said, it's just, you, you couldn't even be able to put them into words and articulate it. Right. And so maybe this show is for you for such a time as this, right? That you're listening to this and you know, God's put it on your heart to write that book or, or to, to step out and, you know, teach sailing at a Christian camp. I don't know what it is, but you felt God do it. And, and if you'll be obedient, oh my word, what a, what a blessing um, you can have as a result. And, and again, the evidence to me is, is, is in these kind of stories that we see, you know, and I love, love, love the fact that it's 365. So if, you know, if there's one coming up tomorrow, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. There's one coming up tomorrow. We just actually started a yearly challenge starting January 1st, and we're encouraging men to jump in at any point, whether it's January 7th, January 1st, or whenever in the calendar. And uh, we've got the explanation of that on the app for people that are interested in jumping in with us. That's so wonderful. Again, the app is 365 Christian Men. And the, again, they have the one for women, adornwomen.com. Well, thank you, Blake. It's been so much fun. I'm so glad you could be on with me today. 
Robbie, thank you. And thank you again for letting us capture your story. I'm inspired by it, and I know thousands of others have been as they've listened to it. And thank you for the opportunity to be with you and your listeners today. Oh, so much fun. Well, and thank you for listening like your listeners. The listeners are what make this all possible. And so you got so much fun coming at you. Encouraging prayer, followed by Masculine Journey, and then it's time to man up. This is the Truth Network.